Welcome to Beijing's Daily News. Today is the 20th of September, 2022. We'll be covering the hacking incident of Tribe DAO, beta availability, and Vitalik's thoughts on DAOs. Let's get to it. On September the 20th, KOL Joey tweeted his opinion on the hacking incident of the Tribe DAO. Here are the main points: Hacks are brutal for everyone involved, and this has weighed on myself and the community for many months now. This positive closure gives us an opportunity to reflect and take away lessons for DeFi. The discussions have largely underplayed the complexity of the situation. This led to a more polarized understanding of the trade-offs at play. It's hard for DAOs to agree on matters much smaller than this. The way the community comes together on this is powerful. The biggest lesson here is that DAOs should not have to make decisions like this after the fact. An explicit upfront policy. Ideally, with on-chain enforcement, would have saved the DAO from needing to venture into uncharted governance territory. This is a broader challenge of PCV. When DAOs hold material non-native assets, the scope of how to use these tokens is an area where we need to develop strong norms for the industry with on-chain enforcement. I hope everyone can take away these lessons and know that all the stakeholders truly did their best in an unprecedented situation. Only a few governance decisions remain now for the Tribe DAO over the next couple of weeks. I am looking forward to applying all of the experience gained from the Tribe DAO to help advance the mission of DeFi. On September the 16th, Ishida Nandini discussed data availability in an article titled "Progression of the Data Availability Problem on Misari." There are three main functions of a blockchain. One consensus, which is the state of the blockchain, is verified and secured by ordering data and preventing double spend in a process called consensus. Consensus provides security as it ensures that all added transactions are valid. Secondly, data availability, that guarantees that transaction data is available and transparent for the entire node network to view and verify, which is not the same as a storage layer. Thirdly, the execution. The execution layer acts upon smart contracts as transactions occur in order to update the state of the chain. Computation alters the state of the blockchain and is queued from smart contracts or signed transactions. Because of these three main functions, we found the following: regardless of validity, all data must be broadcasted to all participants in a network to allow them to verify if they choose to. Maintaining this guarantees to become difficult with the reduction in node requirements and responsibilities. Off-chain data availability is much less secure than on-chain option. Depending on the nature of the data, users might choose to post off-chain for fewer fees. Ethereum with thank sharding, Celestial, Polygon, Avail, Egan, Da, and zk Porter approach data availability differently, all in search of higher DA throughput. With the implementation of thank sharding. Ethereum's data availability would jump from 85 kilobytes per second to 1.3 megabytes per second. The blockchain stores history and guarantees its veracity. For it to be a trusted network, all participants must be able to view and verify the stored data. This issue is separate from validating data because all data, regardless of validity, needs to be available for the network and not withheld by any party. This guarantee is known as data availability, and it is an active problem as blockchains scale. On September the twentieth, Vitalik Buterin published an article titled "DAOs Are Not Corporations," where decentralization in autonomous organizations matters. The following is part of the content: 
Recently, there has been a lot of discourse around the idea that highly decentralized DAOs do not work, and DAO governance should start to more closely resemble that of traditional corporations in order to remain competitive. The argument is always similar. Highly decentralized governance is inefficient, and traditional corporate governance structures with boards, CEOs, and the like evolved over hundreds of years to optimize for the goal of making good decisions and delivering value to shareholders in a changing world. DAO idealists are naive to assume that egalitarian ideals of decentralization can outperform this, when attempts to do this in the traditional corporate sector have had marginal success at best. This post will argue why this position is often wrong, offer a different and more detailed perspective about where different kinds of decentralizations are important. In particular, I will focus on three types of situations where decentralization is important. Decentralization for making better decisions in concave environments, where pluralisms and even naive forms of compromise are on average very likely to perform or outperform the kinds of coherency and focus that comes from centralization. Decentralization for censorship resistance, applications that need to continue functioning while resisting attacks from powerful external actors. Decentralization are credible fairness. Applications where DAO are taking on nation-state-like functions are basic infrastructure provision, and so traits like predictability, robustness, and neutrality are valued above efficiency. Centralization is convex. Decentralization is concave. To continue hearing more, please subscribe to bishingventures.substack.com for daily newsletter and follow Twitter account Bishing Ventures to hear the rest. This is Celine from Bishing Ventures. Thank you for listening and we will see you tomorrow.